Welcome to the show. Today, let's take a few small yummy bites of knowledge that can empower you. Wake up memory technique is also here so you can actually remember what you just learned. High five to you for showing up. This is Claire at RDH Bites. Hello, Dr. Jean. Welcome. It's so nice to have you today. What are we going to talk about today? Hi, thank you for having me here today. Um, so today's great topic is bruxism. That's what we're going to talk about. I love it. Well, bruxism is such a big thing. I know I have a problem already. So why don't we jump straight into that? Sure. So I'll start with the definition of bruxism. Definition is that it's a repetitive masticatory muscle activity that's characterized by clenching or grinding of the teeth. So in 1931, Dr. Bertrand Froman, um, he created this term called bruxism, which comes from the Greek expression, um, brachian odontas. Oh, so the Greek knew about it already. Yes, yes, <laughs> this they is knew not about a, it. Just a modern society problem. Right. And what that means, brachian odontas, what that means is clenching or gnashing the teeth. Oh, okay. So yes. It's pretty serious. Yep. So it's something that existed for, for a long, long time. Awesome. Okay. Now we know what the definition is. Well, maybe we should discover what the anatomy of bruxism is. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So bruxism, as we have said, it's a clenching and grinding of the teeth. So obviously there will be muscles of mastication involved during the process of bruxism. So the four muscles of mastication, just to review it, it's the masseter, uh, temporalis, medial pterygoid, and lateral pterygoid. Okay. So can I quickly say something? Because obviously what I do is called wake up memory and I ask people to memorize the muscles of mastication. So it is just abbreviation MMTL, but I ask people to remember mom makes tasty lasagna. Oh, that's a really good one. So you just think about masticating, chewing that yeah. awesome lasagna that mom made and makes you think MMTL. So thank you. So four muscles of mastication. Yes, I, it's already in my head now, permanently. Perfect. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so now, okay, so we reviewed some of the muscles that are involved and obviously the teeth are also involved. Not only the teeth, and now when we're clenching and grinding our teeth is the supporting structure, which is the, um, the bone and the gingiva mm -hmm. the, and the periodontium. Okay. All of those will be affected by bruxism. I see. Okay. So it's not just the teeth. We have to think about the structures that are involved. The whole structure. I yes. know. It's like if you had a massive pounding airplane that just landed on your home, well, it's not just the home, but the, the structure mm -hmm. would be destroyed as well. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Okay. So we reviewed the muscles involved and then the other two structures that are involved. Now, I'm very curious, what causes bruxism? So there are many causes of bruxism. The main thing, I'll review the main thing. So malocclusion, teeth that are not aligned properly. What's the other one? It's the level of stress. The level of stress is a big, big part. Another, other causes would involve sleep disorders such as sleep apnea, some lifestyle habits like caffeine, alcohol, tobacco, or other drug use, often medications also, especially ones in, uh, involved in depression and anxiety. So SSRIs, MAOB inhibitors, those would be the ones. And uh, going back to stress, how stress is important 
in this phenomenon of bruxism is that evolutionarily, um, if you think about our animals, they show their teeth when they're in danger, okay. when they're in fight or flight mode. Mm -hmm. So they clench their teeth, they show their teeth to... Um, yeah, that's what the lion does. Or that's what any animal dogs, does. Dogs, yeah. cats. Yeah, when they're nervous or they're about to attack, that's uh, the phenomenon we see. So same thing with humans. We have a lot of stress in this modern day and age. Stress from life, stress from family, jobs, things like that. So um, all of that, all that anger, you know, that we're holding in, it puts us in fight or flight mode. So that will definitely cause us to clench and mm. grind our teeth I on see. a daily basis. I see. So you're relating this to our psychological you know, problem or how our body responds actually to other Stress. things around. Mm -hmm. So our body gets into fight and flight mode, ready to just attack, showing right. your teeth clenching. Right. Mm -hmm. Because as an animal, that's what we use. We do. Actually. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Great. Absolutely. So now we discovered some of the causes and it's, it's really hard because there's no one cause, right? Mm -hmm. It's not just, oh, I'm stressed, but also occlusion. Can we dive just a little deeper into that? So yes. does that mean, for example, if the top and bottom jaw or teeth are not occluding properly or maybe certain teeth are touching more than others? Yeah. So malocclusion is when there is misalignment of the teeth between the two arches and the maxillary and the mandible. So imagine there's 32 teeth that are supposed to touch at a certain point of the occlusion on the occlusal surfaces in order to function properly. However, in the case of malocclusion, let's say there's a three teeth that are having heavier contact than the rest of your teeth, then inevitably that will throw off the um, equilibrium inside in the mouth, in the occlusion. So that will put more force on certain teeth, which will cause us to clench and grind because our brain always wants to find equilibrium. The, right. Exactly. Find the right balance. Okay. So I, I guess boxism is not just about, I have a... Um, a fight and flight response, but our body just trying to, as you said, find equilibrium that that also. just good state and having all the teeth touch properly at certain point in a exactly. certain level. Yeah. So we do that unconscious unconsciously. It's just right. wired in us. Uh -huh. Our body's always always looking for the harmony and equilibrium equilibrium uh -huh. in the body. Okay. Yes. All right. So that, that, that was awesome. Okay. So I learned definitely that. Now we learned about the causes. Well, you know, what are, we always say bruxism is so bad. When we see a patient with bruxism, we always want to give them a night guard. We always want to educate them how bad that is. But how? Like, doctor, tell us why. Why? Yes. Oh, there's so many reasons thing. why. Right. It's something we do. It's a condition that has a lot of negative consequences on our body, especially in the mouth. It does have a harmful effect on the masticatory system. For example, if we're eating, chewing regularly, that's about equivalent of 30 pounds of force. But when we're clenching and grinding our teeth, especially at nighttime, when we are not aware of what we're doing, that's equivalent of 300 pounds of force. Wow, 300 pounds. Okay, so let's think about it for a second. So I'm at the gym and I mean, I'm a lady, so I don't lift too much. Let's say maximum, I mean, maximum I lift 10 pounds, okay? Oh, okay. 
<laughs> so that I, would be, you know, my, I'm not going too crazy. So let's say 10 pounds. So that means I need 30 of those 10 pounds dumbbells that I have right. in order to make 300 pounds. So at yep. night I'm pounding my teeth with mm-hmm. 300 pounds of weight. That's 30 of the dumbbells that I use to exercise. Exactly. Yep. That is crazy. And if you think about it, enamel, enamel is the hardest tissue in our body. And when we're grinding and clenching, we are able to just grind through our enamel so easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So even if it's the hardest material in our body, I mean, 300 pounds can easily destroy that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's why we see why well, I guess wear facets as easy for us and mm-hmm. to recognize. Yeah. And tell us a little bit more, Dr. Jean, about the bad result, the bad effect of grinding in our body, in our oral health. Yeah, sure. So typical signs of bruxism, it will show on the teeth. So on the teeth, you'll see attrition slash wear facets. That's when you see enamel wearing down and it's showing the dentin layer underneath. You will see the the top occlusal surfaces of the teeth very flat because you have been grinding. Mm -hmm. A fraction is also very common. Okay. So it's a loss of enamel and dentin layer right above the CJ, right along the gum line due to um, the flexing of the teeth when you're chewing or clenching your teeth. It increases the force of mastication and that'll cause the tooth to flex. And then that flexing motion will slowly wear down the enamel. Other signs would be chipped teeth, fractured tooth. Those are very common. PDL widening will be shown on the x-rays. So you're saying the PDL line is darker on the radiograph. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. You would have a, a patient come in and say, I have a tooth that's really sensitive to temperature, for example. And then, uh, you know, there's no signs of caries, no other diseases, no perio involved. And you take a PA and you would see a widened PDL. Okay. And mobility of the tooth is also common. Mm -hmm. TMJ pain. Yes. Yes. So TMJ pain, uh, pain in the, in the joints right here in the jaw and also headaches. Mm -hmm. So usually headaches, that you start to have right when you wake up and tension in the neck. So that means you may have been clenching all night long Mm -hmm. or headaches that gets worse throughout the day as well. Okay. Yeah. So depending on the stress level and that daily life, you might be clenching more throughout the day. And then by the end of the day, you have a big headache. Okay. So when I think about headaches, I mean, I do have them too. And temporalis, like I can feel this muscle around my head. Tension. Yeah, yeah, Mm. definitely. And then also around my jaw. And the big one, the masseter, it's just this big bend that goes from top to bottom vertically right in our jaw right Mm -hmm. can you also see like them getting bigger oh yes 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 certain patients so when i do my extra oral exam i ask the patient to clench and relax clench and relax and i try to feel the masseter muscles some patients you would feel a very prominent masseter muscles so then in my head i will be thinking okay probably uh, lots of wear or attrition and then I have them open and we do the intraoral exam and then there you see, often see um, heavy attrition okay. or wear facets. Quick announcement for our listeners. You may already know that Student RDH is the number one boards review course 
for our dental hygiene students. So if you are preparing for the biggest exam of your life, check out studentrdish.com or .ca. And for our faculty members, please check out professorrdh.com. You can find lots of courses on educational methodologies. Lastly, for professionals, check out dentaltoaster.com where you can find CE courses online. And if you want to know more about wake up memory techniques, well, go to wakeupmemory.com. And let's get back to the show. Okay, so that is also great information. And what makes me think now is that what can we do for a patient? I mean, obviously, we recommend night guard, right? Mm-hmm. Is that kind of a number one choice? So the solution for bruxism, it will all depend on the origin of the problem. So some of the origins we talked about is the malocclusion, sleep disorders, medication, stress level. So let's say it's the malocclusion that's the origin of the problem. Then we would recommend orthodontic treatment. Stress, stress management, relaxation, deep breathing or carving out time for self-care. Also reduce use of certain substances that will aggravate bruxism, such as caffeine, tobacco and alcohol and certain medication use. However, it's not always obvious to eliminate all the sources of problems. So there will always be some clenching and grinding involved. So the most effective way of treating the symptoms is a night guard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, obviously, yes, we can say reduce your stress or change your medication, but you know, that's not something we can provide exactly as a healthcare professional exactly. or a dental professional, especially. Right. So, but as a dental professional, we know we can give them night guards. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there are many different types of night guards, right? Can you tell us about them, please? Yes, of course. So, to start off, there's over-the-counter night guards that you could get from usually any pharmacy. So you go to the dental toothpaste section and they will have a whole bunch of night guard selections. However, these ones are, you know, it's better than nothing. Mm-hmm. It will protect your teeth. However, none of these would really protect your joints. Mm-hmm. In order to protect the temporomandibular joint, that means the material needs to be hard enough so that when you are clenching mm-hmm. all the way, the muscles are not activated at 100%. Mm, I see. Yeah. Another disadvantage of the ones that you would get from the pharmacy is that it's one size fits all, mm-hmm. but we are all different, oh, yeah. different sizes of mouth mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. teeth. So if you were to use one size fits all, mm-hmm. it may really mm-hmm. you know, not fit your anatomy mm-hmm. and that can cause more tension in your face and the muscles mm-hmm. and the uh, the articulation. 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 <laughs> the TMJ. By the way, Dr. Jean is in Montreal. That's why her French comes naturally. <laughs> All right. So, and then there's a lab fabricated ones, right? Yep. So the lab fabricated ones are the custom made based on patient's impression. Mm-hmm. I want to say empreinte. So the custom made one is always the best one. It's usually made of uh, acrylic hard plastic. Like I mentioned, it does have a certain thickness to it to protect uh, your joints, not only your teeth. Um, Another thing that's important is not all laugh fabricated night guards will be the same. However, what we really want to look for is when the patients have the night guard in the mouth and close their mouth, you want to check the occlusion and you don't want any 
occlusion on the anteriors mm -hmm. and also no occlusion on the second molars. Okay. Yeah. So that's in order to prevent muscles from activating at 100%. I see. So we're kind of making it so that we are not closing our mouth fully. So we use all our muscles at full force. Exactly. Uh -huh. Right. So I actually wonder why my night guard is so big. But uh -huh. but there's a reason for that actually. Right. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. <laughs> that is great. Well, you know, my last question would be: when we have patients, we will always want to recommend a night guard, or we want to kind of educate them about bruxism. Mm -hmm. But they always have kind of rejection about, oh, I don't think I can afford right. you know, that. Mm -hmm. I, I don't want to buy that. Why should I? Mm -hmm. What are some tips? to help us get through our dental appointment. Right. So it is very true that night guard may not be as affordable to everybody. Mm -hmm. However, the truth is that almost everybody grinds and clenches mm -hmm. their teeth. So the second best option would be there are the over-the-counter um, night guards available. However, what I find personally helpful is the sports guard. Mm -hmm. So like a hockey guard mm -hmm. where you would put in warm water mm -hmm. and then you put it in your mouth mm -hmm. to mold it to your teeth. Mm -hmm. So that's almost like a it custom. Is okay. Mm -hmm. But it's not as hard, which is also a problem. Exactly. Right? So it's a soft material. So it will protect your teeth if you're grinding. Mm -hmm. However, it won't protect your joints because okay. you will still clench at 100%. Mm -hmm. I see. I see. It's like chewing a gummy. Like you want to chew that. Exactly. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. That's why I wonder, oh, my, why is my night guard so hard? But there's a good reason for that. Right. You don't want to make it soft because it's more comfortable. Right. You might notice if you try to clench while you have your night guard in, it would be very difficult to clench fully. Okay. And you know, feel like your muscles are activated at 100%. Awesome. Well, you know, I think for me, if I had a patient and I see wear facets and all that, I would just tell them, well, you know, it's 300 pounds of force on your teeth, maybe eight hours a day, which mm -hmm. is while you sleep, yep. you know, have them imagine what 300 pounds is like. Mm -hmm. I made a couch. I don't know how, how fat, you know, mm -hmm. it's maybe 200 pounds, you know, it's, uh, sorry, I'm just making this up. I'm just, <laughs> I, I, I don't really know either. I'm just thinking, but you know, as I said, the, those 10, uh, 30 dumbbells of 10 pounds. Yeah. You putting that on your jaw, you know, that's a exactly. crazy amount. Can you imagine the stress you're putting on yourself? So yeah. maybe if we can just say that to our patients, uh -huh. they might realize a little better. And yeah. I really appreciate how you talked about the acrylic night guard and how you should not really bite all the way through mm -hmm. because that activates the muscles and then you can't have the front teeth touch either. Right. So I actually personally learned a lot mm -hmm. and I great <laughs> thank you so much yes well thank you for bringing this fascinating fascinating topic of bruxism and yeah. we're not done yet right there's more research coming out uh -huh. and especially with stress uh-huh yeah it's a phenomenon or condition that has gotten worse over time because in this modern day society that we're living in it's a lot of stress it's a lot of stress that human beings are now meant to I go know. through. And our electronics don't help as much no, as... No, exactly. I mean, I deliver my content online, mm. you know, however, you know, the LED light that is not great for your eyes, exactly. you know, your body is yeah. just not a great thing. Uh -huh. Now, have you seen some patients being more stressed than others and that translate to how much grinding they do? Yeah. So
So a good example would be a personal experience is um, depending on where I practice mm -hmm. and the environment or their lifestyle, the lifestyle, the culture of the neighborhood, mm -hmm. some neighborhoods where, you know, it's more go, 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 uh, High know, downtown, mm -hmm. uh, things like that, that nature, then there's definitely more signs of um, bruxism. Really? I see. Whereas another area where I practiced, mm -hmm. it's more relaxed uh, ambience mm -hmm. and environment mm -hmm. for patients. You definitely see less. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what also made mm. me realize, oh, mm. nowadays it is very much so like stress related. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a modern world problem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And your environment really makes you at the end of the day. Right. Your environment, mm -hmm. your lifestyle, mm -hmm. the level of stress mm -hmm. because of that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope we all find a way to release our stress. Yeah. In a healthy way. The most way. important thing. Maybe take a little less stress as well. It's a lot of mind work. Yeah. But thank you so much, Dr. Jean, for educating us about bruxism, its anatomy, its cause, and some of the damages we can do. And what we can do to help our patients, yeah. which is mainly night guard. Mm -hmm. All right. But also occlusion readjustment. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right. also very important. Well, thank you, Dr. Jean. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. All right. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. Thank you.